Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Fantastic Four and Bootleg Edition. On this episode, we listen in to the Nobility panel at WonderCon. For those of you who don't know, Nobility is a web series, a sci-fi comedy. They, uh, they tout it as Firefly meets The Office. Uh, it kind of has some of that feel. You'll listen to some of the clips and gags, and then you'll listen to the interesting cast and crew. Like, they're all pretty funny, specifically the art director, who I had the pleasure of meeting before, so it was a surprise to see him. Uh, listen in and then check it out, and then go check out the series, whatever is up on their website. How many people have, uh, is this your first time hearing about Nobility? Anybody? Wow, good uh, good show of hands. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys hear about Nobility? You hear about it here at the con? You guys have a friend, Doug Jones? <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up our panelists for the day. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, looks like he's still moving around back there, so I'll give him a second. I'm going to go ahead and bring up the show's creator. His name is EJ De La Pena. You might know him from Jingle All The Way and uh, the Boy Meets World. Go ahead and come up and give a good introduction to EJ De La Pena. of the series. His name is Tiki Alzakiera. You might know him from Serenity and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Go ahead and give a good uh, warm welcome to Tiki. This is how busy this guy is. He's still on the phone. All right. No, I, I was pretending to be on the phone. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and bring up uh, the next person. Uh, you might know him from the, uh, the upcoming movie uh, Starship Rising. Involving these people in, uh, in particular. <laughs> His name is Darren Jacobs. Come on up. <laughs> you might know this guy from his, uh, his voiceover work, including Optimus Prime from 2001 uh, 2002. Let's go ahead and uh, give a warm introduction to Neil Kaplan. is an up-and-coming pop star. Uh, she just has another hit on the top 40 charts. Let's give a warm welcome to Emmy. So how y'all doing? <laughs> Panelists. Good. Okay. <laughs> all right, so uh, once we get all situated, go ahead and uh, let's start with EJ. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Why don't you, uh, why don't you just real quick give everybody a quick breakdown, if you would, of what Nobility is all about. Nobility? What's that? Uh, it's some <laughs> show I heard about on the internet. Oh, wait. It's on the internet? I think so. You sure? Maybe Netflix? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, hey, guys. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, uh, Nobility is... This crazy little project that I came up with a few years ago, basic concept for all of those of you who haven't heard about it yet, is uh, Firefly meets The Office. Hey, yay, applause! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a very unique show in that a lot of shows out there, what they do is they do one thing really good. With like Next Generation, you, uh, uh, you had... Uh, uh, the didactic quality, the fact that it always had a message. With Star Wars, you had that sci-fi spectacle, you had those iconic heroes. 
with um, Babylon 5, you have that great scope. Uh, and this is one of those shows that combines that intellectualism, that spectacle, uh, as well as the kind of characters that we all know and love into one show. And not only that, it's not a straight comedy. Um, it has a lot of humor, but also has a lot of drama. What are you laughing at, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> he just likes I, to pick I on I thought me. it was a straight comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, a lot of the clips were showing our comedy, but... Um, it, 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 and they're straight. <laughs> it's early, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm just waiting until I can find my shotgun and really get you know. Uh, well, there we go. Very nice. Uh, she just told me she had lots of guns, so actually security? <laughs> not, not on you, okay. Uh, always take their word for it, people, by the way. Just, just remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like I was saying is, it, the tone... The tone is very similar to, say, uh, uh, Doctor Who, in that we have a lot of laughs, we had a lot of fun, uh, and then uh, we rip your hearts out. <laughs> uh, like the saying goes, um, uh, guns don't kill people, Moffat does, for all the Doctor Who fans out there. Uh, uh, Joss Whedon is another one, guns don't kill, kill people, Joss Whedon does. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of uh, about you know, the tone of the show and things like that. I could go on about this, you know, it's been my baby for years now, so I can keep going on and on, but I think I'll give somebody else a chance to speak, maybe. <laughs> Tiki, you, sound, what? you look like you have a lot to say. No, no, it's just... TPL always has a lot to say. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, like... Totally inhibited, I'm sorry. It's all this vodka, and it's straight. That's vodka? Can you, if that's vodka, can you hand it over here? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Don't bother with the glass. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think uh, one, it's one thing to hear an explanation from the creator of the show, but I think we have a clip of the show, uh, a trailer of sorts to show you guys. Are we ready for that? Yeah. I think it's in 3D, too. Well, it is if you go to our booth. We have a 3D TV, but these... Go by our booth, 3D, without glasses. It's pretty cutting-edge stuff. Okay. So they tell me it's from the future. It's like it comes at you. Yeah, it's from the future, guys. Yeah, coming. Whose bright idea was it to put the two clowns on the end here? Yeah. I don't know. I was wondering that myself. <laughs> Usually we're like bookends. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we could go ahead and show the clip. Uh, yay! Woo! In space, no one can hear you scream. These people, these people, must have reflection, reflection, and the confidence. Never seen anything, never seen anything like it. Office, office. Base up a little bit, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my teeth are rattling. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we come back to the trailer in a bit? It's uh, apparently some technical difficulties. Or did you guys fix it? You know, you don't have this problem with Windows. <laughs> or do you? Maybe. All right, guys. Drink away. Yeah. 
Mooney? How's my chief engineer? You get to go see the captain again. Careful, Captain. Guns ass kid. What is the status of your new arrivals? City of City. Your new weapons are huge in these parts. La 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 la. Why must you threaten everything? Do you think they're going to really convert the humans? Billy, do you copy? This is Takashima. I need help. Takashima's dead. Why can't you do exactly what those dead said? Oh, it's a party up in here! What intonation are you doing? I usually have That's right, boys and girls. Tankers, back in town. I didn't sign up for this. Sweeping space opera with uh, very much of the, uh, the office vibe to it. Um, so I guess the big question for everybody is, how did you come up to uh, with us, this idea? Uh, well, you know, this apple fell from the sky and hit me on the head, and no, um, I think I was there for that actually. Uh, well, I was working on another project with, let's see, uh, Emmy here, Darren. Is we have anyone else? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. We're gonna have somebody else. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, our director who's also a director on this other project called Starship, and we were all working together on it. And somebody had re uh, recommended me uh, recommended that I do a um, uh, a comedy, and I was sitting on the on the uh, bridge of the ship, just kind of getting a, a feel for the character. It was right before we started shooting, and all of a sudden it hit me. Firefly meets the office. It's never been done before. You know, that kind of mockumentary in space. And so it kind of stewed for a couple weeks, and then we had a break in, in shooting, and I went and I uh, pounded out the first 10 pages of the script. And I showed it to uh, Darren and Emmy over here, and I think Emmy's exact words were? <laughs> you need to make this now. I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, well, if Emmy thinks it's good, I guess I better do it, so... <laughs> yeah, I remember um, we were filming and EJ uh, gave me the, was it the ten, first 10 pages you said? It was the first 10 pages. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just thought it was great because um, I come from England and uh, we had a lot of sci-fi. Uh, I grew up on things like Red Dwarf. And um, yeah, and it's, it was great because what I, I liked about it was the same in Red Dwarf. Every character is essential and everybody's the, the lead. And this, and this is what I got from um, uh, Nobility that... Uh, all the characters were just as important as everybody else and pushing the story forward. And it was a, it was a lot of fun and I, I said to him that he, he should go ahead with it and plow ahead and it was great, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so a really cool thing that, uh, that everybody here probably knows uh, it, who is interested in learning about today, uh, this actually has a really good season uh, cast and crew involved as well. A lot of you came from uh, that movie you're talking about, uh, Starship Rising. Um, but on top of that, there's a lot of, like I said, experienced seasoned veterans, including uh, Christopher Judge of Stargate, um, as well as very prolific director uh, Neil Johnson, who couldn't be here today, unfortunately. His but, car blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. So, how did you manage to get uh, such a seasoned and awesome crew together for this? Uh, well, it really was a, a team effort. Uh, it was a combination of uh, myself, a couple members of the cast, um, uh, Neil, and, and just basically pounding away day by day, chipping at it. Uh, whenever we brought a new cast member on board, the first question we would ask is, who do you want to work with? And they would uh, recommend folks, or then later on they would meet folks at conventions, uh, and then they would introduce me to them, and I would send them a script and set up a meeting, and uh, we would talk, and um, afterwards they would decide whether or not they were going to come. And what the heck are you doing next to me? <laughs> um, uh, I was one of the first uh, people to come on board the project, and um, it happened by uh, EJ saying to me, I need somebody who... Um, is from the Eugens, which is a different uh, race of humanity that have um, moved, uh, uh, take, take themselves away 400 years in the future from now. And they've grown distant and they've uh, evolved in a different way. And he said, so I need somebody who's going to have like a different accent, who's like good physically, who, who's like had fight, fighting experience, who uh, is going to be one of our weapons um, officers and um, is good with comedy but also drama. And he's like, do you know anybody who could do that? And I'm like, do you know, EJ, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I really was, I have no idea. I can't think of anybody. It's like, you an idiot. I'm talking about you. And that's, that's how I got involved. And it's, it's a true story, yeah. I, I believe my exact words, I'm talking about you, you dumbass. Yeah, you did say that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and Darren uh, and Emmy were uh, amongst the first couple of folks we brought on board. In fact, the first convention we went to as nobility uh, was me, uh, Emmy, and our director, Neil Johnson. And we just like shacked up in somebody's booth where we're signing <laughs> uh, <laughs> posters yeah. about something. <laughs> oh, yeah, you forgot yeah, about that. Didn't that. Wow, <laughs> crazy. Um, and that was actually the, the experience that taught me that I really love this convention just because. Uh, the people here, you guys, are so nice and so open to us uh, that it's always been one of my favorite conventions to come to. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'll kiss you too. I'll kiss you back. <laughs> well, um, so Darren and Amy, uh, Emmy or Amy? Emmy liked the award, just spelled funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you both came from uh, from Starship Rising, but Neil, how did you get involved with this project? I'm so unfamiliar with being involved in projects where there's another Neil. <laughs> so I got thrown there for a second. It's like, but he's not here. Um, well, a friend of mine, Ellen Dubin, was involved in the project. And, you know, basically I do these conventions as well because I've, uh, I've worked on some uh, popular anime and video games and a little something for the folks at Blizzard down the street called StarCraft. Um, Thank you. Um... So I kind of saw all these things that were coming together, you know, different interesting sci-fi projects um, with people from different areas, and it kind of got under my skin. Nobody seems to be using anybody from, from the voiceover world. 
So let me just kind of knock on a door and say, hey, does your computer need a voice? <laughs> and and I, basically, I basically, you know, wrote an email to EJ and said, would you like the voice of Optimus Prime as your Starship's computer? <laughs> and I think it didn't actually have all three letters in the word yes. It was pretty much Y-E and then he hit return. <laughs> and so when somebody has that kind of enthusiasm to have you on board, you know, it's like, oh, cool, how nice. And then we had, you know, because I've been a sci-fi nerd my whole life, and we got together one night over over some Mexican food and had one of the best sci-fi conversations I've ever had Thank you. Um, about the idea of sentient computers and if a, if a computer, say, um, really got in, into um, the allocation of assets within the structure of, of, of a starship and they basically calculated that one crew member was far more valuable than everybody else. Well, wouldn't that, at a certain point, be interpreted as the computer has a crush on that person? <laughs> because you're allocating the best food, you're making sure that if I only have the resources to keep one, one cabin at optimum you know, air pressure and temperature, it's gonna be this person who's the most valuable to the crew. And if somebody on the crew starts getting that preferential treatment, aren't they gonna start feeling as though I think the computer loves me. <laughs> you know, and in a sense, does the computer not? So it was just like, I said, okay, if I can have this conversation, you know, or as I like to say, if I can nerd you with you on that, then I, I'd like to be on board. And uh, so, um, but you know, unfortunately it means I don't get to work with these really great actors and I don't get to hang out with Walter. <coughs> You know, um, so yeah, I just get, I, I, I go to a booth every now and then and say words and you know, it's like, but one of these days you'll have everybody together and it'll be cool to see the cast. Like, By the way, hanging out with Walter was really cool. Yeah, I know I've done it. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Um, if, I, if I could butt in a bit. Um, so when, when, when Neil, what are you two laughing at? He, he's always laughing at me. Between butting in and pounding, I'm I really hope there's uh, children in the audience. Uh, but um, are there any children under eighteen in the audience? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're screwed. Okay, you can leave. You can leave now. Directly in front of you, sir. Actually, yeah, apparently, <laughs> because of the last WonderCon panel, we now have this thing that says there may be members of the audience who are under just for us. Keep it clean, Tiki out. <laughs> so anyway, I was saying but I haven't been pounding for. Oh my, oh my god. Please send your therapy dip bills directly to. He's still going. Thank God. Anyway, uh, I have a bit of a confession to make. When Neil first contacted us, we were going to have a ship's computer. Um, and Neil contacted us and was talking about being a ship's computer. And he said he did the voice of Optimus Prime. You know, I, I like you know Transformers, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'd seen it as a kid. And I start going, you know, I look them up. And like whenever somebody approaches us or whatever, the first thing I do is go go look them up. And so I was looking at his IMDb and going through, and I say Starcraft Two. I have been obsessed with Starcraft since I was eleven. Uh, I go, ooh, StarCraft II, what, you know, what to do? Was he like, you know, Marine number two or something? No, he was Tychus effing Finley. Okay. Technically, I still am. <laughs> <laughs> Her 
orgasm. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me let me tell you something real quick about the EJ. You know, it's like for a little while I was Optimus Prime, and that's neat and whatever, and people know the character all around the world, and you can say Autobots transform, roll out, <laughs> and people really don't care. But you get a 30 or 40 year old man who's, you know, like all put together and yes, I'm here at the convention with my children. They're buying collectible items. I see that you do a voice on my video game and I was wondering who you might be. And you go up to this all put together 40 year old guy, you know, and go, hell, it's about damn time. And they go, oh. That's me. <laughs> Which... I think is a pretty decent superpower to have. So. Man, when that, that first StarCraft trailer came out, I was so stoked. But anyway. <laughs> Just to throw that in there. Speaking of uh, nerding out on each other and all that, um, did you guys have a hard time not fanning out on some of the people that were on set with you at any point, including, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you guys are talking about Walter Koenig, who played Chekhov in Stargate, the original series? I would have a hard time controlling myself around him. Do you guys have any uh, hard time controlling yourselves? Oh, dare I, uh, I can <laughs> So, yeah, um, so the pilot very much is through my eyes, because um, I'm the new um, officer coming onto the, uh, the spaceship, and so I'm meeting all these new characters. So, so you're Jim? Yes. Okay. And uh, I, <laughs> I um, meet a new actor every day on set, and, like, the first day um, was Doug, Doug Jones, who is, is, is amazing. And this guy, I know he's super famous for being in skin costumes, and, um, but he's a phenomenal actor as well, out, uh, without any makeup on. And so that was, for me, was Hellboy and uh, Pan's Labyrinth that really, he was amazing in that. So I, I was like that to him straight away. So of course he came up and grabbed my face and squished it. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and then the next one was Walter Koenig, who was, you know, Chekhov. Uh, this is who you watch when you're growing up, so... Um, should I tell your Walter Koenig yeah, story, or should you... Yeah, you tell it, you tell it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we were doing, uh, for any of you who work in the industry, we were doing a, uh, what's called a table read. And basically you get all the actors in a circle, and you read through the script, and you don't give a full performance or anything, you just kind of, you know... Flavor your uh, what, what you know what you're reading with with your character and you know, kind of give a hint of what the performance will be. At the end of it, we're uh, uh, director Neil, <laughs> and myself, and <laughs> and uh, uh, Darren, and I don't think there was anyone. I think it was just Doug, three of us. Doug was there as well. Oh, oh uh, Dougie. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Dougie. Um, <laughs> and uh, we were. Uh, uh, sitting there in uh, in the green room, and Walter comes in, takes one look at Darren, points at him, and goes, "He's a keeper," and walks out. <laughs> the look of utter. <laughs> yeah, I shut. I shut the door. I was. I actually kept kept it really cool. We had to clean the costume. I did. And, I, <laughs> I, and then I shut the door, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, like this, one of the legends saying that to you. So that was pretty amazing. And, and he was like, my face. I can't, it, it was hurting from smiling. Yeah. And the, but then, of course, every day, Chris Judge, Tori Higginson, James Kaiser, Kassanvar, all these amazing people to work with. It was just a dream come true because you grow up watching these shows with your, your family, and then 10 years later, you're acting opposite them. And it's... It's, it is a real dream come true, and, it, and doing this project, seeing it 
built steam and all these um, people believing in it and coming on board. It was it was so good to do it, and uh, you know. Didn't didn't you get a little giddy on me when I came in yeah. over Digimon? <laughs> I did as well. I did, yeah. I, you know, which always trips me out when you got this. You know, you got this. You know, uh, handsome grown <laughs> man who goes, "You look Digimon." Dude, I love, I love Digimon. Digimon. Yes, I knew I was Hulk Bob. It trips me out. It's I didn't like know that part. Grown people and shit. Holy. And stuff. And stuff. 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 Yeah. Under 18 crowd. Come here, you Sunday. That stuff's reserved for eating. Stuff. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun for me. You threw me for a loop. Yeah, you were like, shocked when I met yeah, Oh, yeah. No, were. no. Like I said, you know, when I got. Excuse me, when I have normal looking people <laughs> that uh, come up to me and say, Yes, I was a fan of uh, Digimon. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> you know, if he keeps doing voices, we're going to start trying and then it, we're just going to look really bad by comparison. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Well, the really nice thing about uh, everything you guys are talking about right now is it really demonstrates what this series is all about. Uh, it seems like the motto for this is basically that this is a series by fans for fans, and you guys are all obviously big nerds. <laughs> so what was, what was your experience like putting this show together, and how did it feel actually putting together something that you're excited about that was your visions? Everyone's just looking at me. Uh, okay, I guess I'm talking. Um, well, you know what they say. Well, don't talk. I don't care. I'll talk. I met this young man next to me on the set of Starship Rising with Neil Harris, the famous director of Starship Rising. Johnson. Neil Johnson? <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> okay. He meant, he meant Neil Johnson. Yeah, I meant Neil Johnson. I'll moderate you out. Go on. But don't get him wrong, I'm sure whoever Neil Harris is, he's a very nice person. <laughs> Super nice guy. So if you see him, let him know he was not slandered at all today. Wow. I think. <laughs> so I saw the video, slappity slap. I told you it was going to happen. I told you somebody was going to start, somebody else was going to start doing voices. Told you. That's it, no more voices. <laughs> anyway, so I meet this young man, and uh, we're talking, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I did stuff on Star Trek, oh yeah, Deep Snore 9, blah, 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 Voyager, blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. It's over. Anyway, so I've, I've worked on a few things, and I also love science fiction. So I get a call from EJ, and it's your typical we want you call that you always get. I don't know how many of you work in the industry, but it's always like, we really like your stuff, we'd love you to be on board, we don't have any money. Well, we and this, and no, but this is everybody. That's that's like that's just like the call. And it's like, you know, we're doing this little commercial for Pepsi and we just don't have any money, but we'd really like to have you. Pepsi. And I'm thinking, ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. And they don't have any money. How's that even possible? Right? But I figured, you know what? He's just a cool guy. Let's see what we can do. And he was really being honest. They didn't have any money. So <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of money, but, you know. <laughs> Enough to wet your whistle. You all know that shooting in outer space, even if you're not really shooting in outer space, it's really expensive. It is. That's why there's so many zombie shows, because it's like, so we're going to get Jed, Bubba, and Jed, and we're going to put them in the woods, and then my cousins are going to chase them with ketchup all over them. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's what you do when you don't have money. EJ wants to build a starship, and then he wants 
before we build the Starship, he wants to build a shuttlecraft. And he wants to have weapons that aren't black painted Nerf guns. And all of this <laughs> stuff starts adding up, right? So as hard as it is for me to believe, we were sitting here last year, right? And we really hadn't done anything other than EJ had some really nice CGI work that he showed me. And he had the studio space. And I'm sitting up here trying to figure out how we're going to make this happen. Because a starship is not an easy thing to do. Do well, you mean. Yeah, I mean, well. you can do it badly very easily. Yeah, you can do badly do well very well. Oh, you can see the corrugated <laughs> cardboard on the bridge. Yeah, that. Not that. We're trying to make it look a little better than that. <laughs> and I made a comment about how EJ was very, very dedicated. And how we were doing things that most productions don't do. We were at a friend's restaurant that had recently closed down. And they had these huge dumpsters in the back. And this place was all made out of wood. It was a, a tiki restaurant bar. So it had a lot of wood. And EJ and I were there in the afternoon. And I was going through the dumpsters, pulling out two-by-fours <laughs> so that we could make our A-frames for the bridge out of these things. Most producers don't do that. Okay? They have people that don't do that. Okay? You, you go to Home Depot and go, well, here's my platinum card, charge it, blah, blah, right? No, we didn't we don't have that. So we cobbled this thing together with love, spit, and sweat. EJ was there next to me with the saw cutting wood because it was me and EJ putting the shuttle together. And a lot of times, unfortunately, he had other obligations, so it was mostly me. <laughs> well, and, and what he's really going to say is the times he followed behind me and I would do something and he would just go back and do it the right way. No, EJ, uh, it's great, it's great. Because <laughs> you don't want to tell the producer, yeah, dude, you want to use the screwdriver at the pointy end. <laughs> That's how you drive it into the wood. Yeah, pound it into the wood. Anyway, lo and behold... <laughs> A month later, and a bunch of butchered pallets, we had a shuttlecraft. Mm -hmm. The talk is flying around, and thank God, it looked really good on film. It just goes to show you that you don't have to be Voyager to have a crappy set that looks good on film. <laughs> Whoa! I was there, I saw it. Yeah. There you go, right through the fusion core. <laughs> There's a behind-the-scenes video we have, and I'm not sure if it's been released yet or it's about to be released. Uh, if you go on our Facebook, uh, uh, facebook.com slash nobility of the series, and it's him just, you know, going on and on about uh, how uh, I say Voyager, he says Snorager, and, you know, just making fun of it. But the thing is, you can do that when you worked on these shows, and you know all the behind-the-scenes stuff, so. He's not jaded at all. No, <laughs> not at all. Love science fiction. Love it's why we're aboard her. <laughs> No, 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 you gotta have it up like, like, like William Shatner, you know? It's why we're aboard her. There we go. There you go. And then I divorced her. Oh, you were so right about the voices coming out. Ponder in the pool. This is all your fault. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, it's recorded. Oh, shit. That, that wasn't too soon, was it? Wow. Good job, Al. Good job. Right. Yeah, there goes our shout out working with William Shatner. <laughs> Can we cut Next that season? <laughs> he plays a pissed off captain that doesn't play by the rules and does things his way. <laughs> well, the one thing that you can say, there's definitely a lot of love going on amongst the cast and crew, and also in the, the series itself, but um, 
let's go ahead and give the, the fans a chance to give, show you guys some love too. But we're going to go ahead and open up to a Q&A with, uh, with the crowd. So if you guys want to go ahead and line up right where this young lady just popped up. Yeah. Literally, she was like kneeling behind the mic and just goes, boink. Now the scary thing is she has a complete sheet of things. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a list of things no, you needed to ask. This is showing you how much I love Doug Jones. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe you can see if I do that. I'm a huge fan. I guess if he felt the same way, he'd be here today, huh? No, no, hey, Doug's a really nice I'm guy. Just You're going to make him so sad when he I sees this. I'm actually like, I'm really busy. Able to sign it. I'm like so sad. I know, well, look. Okay. Okay. The nice thing is there are actually four movies being made in Hollywood without Doug Jones this year. So, <laughs> four movies are being made four, in Hollywood? Four whole movies without Doug. Are they about zombies? No, I, I love Doug, and he's actually another one of the reasons why I kind of pursued this project. It's, it's, it's honestly like, how I found out about this project. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is actually to EJ, um, sure. writer, writer. Um, you know, I'm unknown, but have these amazing ideas. My friends are like, oh my God, you have to make that. You know, and I get that a lot, but, you know, I don't. I have networked with a lot of people, but I haven't networked with all of the right people to actually do anything because I'm poor. And so is everybody else. Kickstarter. 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 Um, but, like, I wanted to ask, as, as a writer getting started, you know, you have this idea, and I get those two words, like, boom, nobody's done this, oh my god, yes! Yeah. And um, how, do you, how do you find people that are going to get into it in passion with you? And, like, you know, you found Darren, who is hot and has a hot accent. 18-year-old <laughs> oh. <laughs> children in the audience. I was being very good at how Thank I said you. You're polite, you're polite. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to know how you um, get to network and get to eventually know these people and get things going. Um, well, first off, just do it. That's the best advice I can uh, give you. Just do it. Start talking to people. Decide you're going to do it. Decide you're going to, if you want to produce something, decide you're going to produce it or decide you're going to find a producer. Uh, and that's the first step. You just have to decide you're going to do it come hell or high water. Uh, no outs, no uh, giving up cannot be an option because if it is an option, especially in this industry, you will take it. This is the kind of industry you work in uh, because you have to, not because you want to. Um, or both. It has to be that kind of drive. Um, and so that's, that's probably the best advice I can give you as far as like just networking in general. Uh, and I'm sure the folks up here could, could uh, all of our panelists could, could say something on that. Um, everyone has their own style, uh, their own way of uh, doing things for me, what, uh, what generally happens is there's somebody I know who knows somebody who knows somebody. And so what will happen is, um, you know, I'll be working with somebody on, on a project and I'll say, you know, and, and I'll be talking, hey, you know, do you know anyone who can do this? Um, which is what Darren thought he, I was doing when I called him up and, and cast him. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and so yeah, I'll generally say like, you know, this is, you know, uh, and, and I'll just start asking people, do you know anybody? Who do you know? So, uh, was it seven degrees of separation? Somebody you know knows somebody. And a lot of times, the people that you have to begin with will recommend people mm. that can, hey, you know, I know this guy who can really do awesome editing. Or I know this costumer doing mostly cosplay, very affordable. She can really bring this up a notch. And also, so on. Also, internships are great if you can find an internship. Even, even if it's just a startup production company, that doesn't have a whole lot of credits, uh, but has an experienced producer on board, uh, you, you can generally get an internship, and what'll end up happening is if you can impress them, 
maybe they'll start recommending you, you can go to them, they'll become your friend. And that's another thing. Um, I, I worked uh, in politics for a while, I won't say who in case anybody's going to shoot me. Uh, but, like you. Uh, <laughs> but um, one of the things that we really did was, um, uh, or one of the things I got trained at was how to build volunteer organizations. And, um, and one of the best ways to do that is the people you're working with aren't just people you're working with, but they become friends. Uh, and and it, it only works if it's genuine and you really like the person, they really are friends. But the more you open yourself up to the potential of being friends with people, being open and outgoing and, and developing a personal relationship, what ends up happening is then you can then ask those people uh, for, you know, uh, for things. And But it has to be mutual, they have to be able to ask you as well, otherwise they get burnt out, they feel used, and you lose the relationship. So. And there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Yay! Not all at once, please. <laughs> Thank you for coming out today. Um, Thank you for coming. <laughs> so uh, I've heard at previous conventions that Christopher Judge is a big fan of pranks and basically any kind of tomfoolery he can dish out. So have we already seen some of this happening on your guys' set? Um, well, last year when we did the San Diego Comic Con, um, we all we had the panel, and then we had signing at something like ten in the morning, and I think we went to bed at seven in the morning, and that was because of Chris Judge. Um, <laughs> that was, and and I think EJ literally came in green the next day. <laughs> it was yeah, we were all. Um, Didn't you wake up in Tijuana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to fly him in. Yeah, and that's that's the kind of uh, person that Chris is. is is a, a lot of fun. I, I was working the day that Chris um, was coming. The days that Chris came in, and um, yeah, he he had everybody in stitches. And but what's very good about him is he can he, he's laughing and joking, and then the next second when the camera's rolling, he's yeah going straight into it again. So he's a he's a true professional, but he's great to work with. Yeah, in that way. A a any party when you realize uh, that it's six thirty in the morning. There's nobody else in the room, and you're just going like this. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. My question is more for Tiki. One of the things that I love to I've never seen you before. <laughs> That's not my child. My <laughs> never saw her before. <laughs> You gotta say that before every magic trick. So please do. One of the things I loved about the trailer was the art, and I was it's just amazing, isn't it? It is really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering where you got your inspiration for all of it. Oh, mostly my ties. Um, <laughs> well, um, nothing from your suspenders. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna sound bad. I wish I could tell you that I sat around for weeks and weeks designing all this like really cool stuff that, you know, like they do when they have a hundred million dollars. We had just a little less than that. <laughs> <clears throat> so I literally was making the stuff as I was designing it. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I, again, I've been doing this for a long time and people are like, EJ would keep going, well, we don't have any drawings. We don't. I'm like, God damn it. I'd grab a napkin and go, that's what the bridge is going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, okay. I don't understand. 
<laughs> so you would walk around the set and I would have sketches like on pieces of plywood and stuff where I was like trying to figure out how I was going to make these two pieces go like that, right? Or I would get a call from one of the shops that I was working at doing another job and they would be doing something and it would have a little dimple on it or a little blemish on it and I'd go, Hey, uh, Gary, uh, I was wondering, that piece that we're going to put in the dumpster, you know, can I have it? Because uh, I think I can make an art piece out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd come over to EJ's and I'd have, dude, check it out, all the consoles for the bridge. <laughs> you saved our butts plenty of times, let me like, tell you. Free, $800. <laughs> What's better, right? Okay, well, we're going to have to tweak this a little bit. Then we had this awesome, awesome CGI guy, Baron, who isn't here with us because he's in Florida having fun. Yeah, with horses. With horse. Not going to say what he's say. doing with the horses. Yeah. yeah. But he made some <laughs> graphics for us, and then we had a very good working rapport, and he was very good at taking uh, criticism. And my big criticism was like, he would do stuff and he would do it on his view screen and you'd look at it on the view screen and it was like, holy shit, right? And then I'd say, hey, come here, stand back here 10 feet away. And he's like, you know, what? And I go, well, can you see what you did? And he's like, well, no, you know, it's, it's really small now. And I'm like, that's the problem. That's, what the that's where the gonna camera's see. gonna see it. So you're looking at it like this, it looks badass. You look at it where you're standing, all of a sudden it's just a big blob of color. So can't read it, can you? Right? I can. But you can read this, correct? So I had him make that into this. Because it doesn't matter how cool the, the phaser is. If you can't see it in the shot, it's just a tube the guy's holding in his hand. Right? Yeah. Which is what happened with our, our guns. We had a gentleman who did our props for us, and it was basically a tube with a handle. It looked like a pleasuring device of some sort. I saw it. And it looked worse than a blood. <laughs> Darren, stop. And, and I asked him, hey, that's great. I'm going to tweak it a little. And I put it on my list of things to do. And then I tweaked it for two days. And, and it came out pretty nice. And it actually sure. looks like a weapon that it's supposed to look like. Yeah, it, it Thank like you. A, you're very welcome. And I'm very proud of the job we did under the limitations that we had. And they were a lot. They were a lot. It, it's not, I wish I could say that, it, you know you know those movies that you see where the guy goes, I've got a barn, Bill's got costumes, let's put on a play. It's not like that <laughs> at all. It's like that in a movie where you've got, you know, a thousand people behind you. It's really tough when it's just, this is it, guys. This is it. We had a couple of extra people helping us, and we were knocking this, shut up. <laughs> put it on silent. Because <laughs> You can you can build the toy away. <laughs> These are all my build. friends who are going, oh man, I sure hope you're having fun at the con. Wish I was there, but I'm in bumfuck Egypt somewhere. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. <laughs> well, it looks amazing and I'm excited. Thank you. I look forward to finishing it. Um, before we get yeah, Kiki. Yes, Kiki. A really good example of that of Kiki's handiwork. Go to booth 1634, there's a console there. It looks amazing in person. Um, you can take pictures with it. Really quick before we get to the next question, we'll, we'll, we'll get to you, sir. Um, but um, uh, Ray, do we have? Does anybody want to see another video? Yeah, I have another video. Another video. Oh my! 
Uh, uh, Ray, do we have... Um... It's not the sex scene, is it? <laughs> Shh. Shh, they don't know yet. Um, it's not. Do we have what Eugens do for fun? Yes. Perfect. Let's, let's show that one. Uh, it's just a couple of minutes, and then we'll get back to questions. Wait, it's not a 3D. Well, we Eugenians like to pass the time by uh, reading chess, martial arts, the usual. Oh. Engineering to deck 10, please. Um, engineering cancel that, please, thank you. Engineering to deck 10, please. Oh. Should we just carry on? Yes, okay. We Eugenians like to pass the time by reading, chess, martial arts, the usual kind of thing. Oh. I'm so sorry. Engineering to deck 10. Oh, fuck! Fast forward through the credits really quick. already filmed a lot of stuff that day and um, we were just messing around and improvising and uh, this is what we came up with with that and but what you don't see on the other side is all the crew who couldn't look at me because they're laughing and like the boom operator was almost hitting me on the head because he's laughing and, and you don't see any of that and I'm trying to hold it in but if you look at my eyes you can see, you can see it yeah I'm literally I was the one controlling the lights and he had no idea when they were going to off or what was going on all right, and I'm sitting literally, I can't look at him, my hands over my mouth, I'm standing next to the sound guy, so I can't exactly bust up, and I'm just <laughs> saying to myself, please don't ruin the take, please don't ruin the take, please don't ruin the take. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think uh, uh, Captain Reynolds here has something to say. Thanks for saying, Captain. <laughs> um, my question's for Emmy over there. Um, popular singer and leaving... You behind, leaving me behind, 650,000 views. It's really interesting being introduced as a top 40 pop artist at, at conventions because <laughs> I started with conventions. I started with sci-fi. I grew up on Next Gen. And for some reason, there's a little bit of a disconnect between the pop music industry and the geek community, which would be nice if I could personally merge, but I don't know what's going to happen. If anyone anyways, could. yes. Well, 650,000 views, that's pretty impressive. How did you get hooked up with the uh, nobility? Uh, I mean, you you're actually have a, a, a part in the show, correct? Yes. Well, Thanks, I wasn't, wasn't going to be the one to say it. I didn't want to <laughs> say well, what it is with, with Emmy is um, um, uh, we worked together on Starship, and I, I pulled her in because I love the work she did on Starship, and uh, we also became, uh, uh, go ahead and hit me in, uh, if I'm wrong, but uh, fast friends. And then, uh, oh, 
That happened a few times. <laughs> yeah, it happened a few times on the show, too. Um, and uh, she's not in the pilot, but she has a very critical role that's going to be introduced uh, in a couple of episodes down the road. So, And uh, if she wants to talk about it all, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I met EJ through Starship, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, originally... For one of the pop music videos, I wanted to do a sci-fi thing, which my label was a little bit against at the time, but they warmed up to it. Uh, and we met Neil Johnson. Neil had me audition for the part in Starship, and you know he got really, really quiet during the audition, and he made me do it again. And I'm sitting there thinking, crap, I really, really screwed this up. And then about two minutes later, he's like, "Can you do it again? All right, I'll do it again." And he came back. He's like, "Oh, you." You actually don't suck. I kind of thought I was going to have to give you a tiny bit role because I thought you would suck. I think this is going to be good. <laughs> well, great. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I got... Thankfully, I've been able to meet everybody, and uh, sci-fi is definitely where my heart is, so it's it's been a pleasure. She gives me a run for my money as far as geekiness. Yeah, I think that everybody on the... Um, everybody, actor, crew, um, uh, cast is a real sci-fi fan uh, and we're, we're doing this because we believe in the project and uh, at the moment there's no there's like I said like Tiki said there's no money in there but um, it's just because we, we like it so much and we're all fans and we want to we want what the fans want um, at, the, at the moment we, we're getting a surplus of um, uh, shows that are all about um, dark and destruction and post-apocalyptic, which uh, we've got some great ones out there. Don't, I'm not saying that we don't, but we've got they're all the same, and we want to have something that's different. It's a bit fun as well, and um, and is is breaking a new mold and um, the trendsetter. And it's hilarious. And yeah, as well. So and, and that's why we all came on board, and that's why they got. That's how he got the great cast, and you know. The script is great. I mean, thank you. As as the first, you know, the the first question. Questionist, I just made that word up. Um, as you said, you know, when you're starting out, if you're if you're poor, it sucks to be poor. I mean, like I personally come from the bottom of the barrel, Youngstown, Ohio, represent. You know, <laughs> but a great idea is a great idea. Don't you have to fight for it sometimes? But you know, I I've watched EJ fight for this, and this is not an easy venture. And he was able to get great people involved because he worked really hard at it. The ideas are there. The script is amazing. And every, everybody supports you, man. I knew there was a reason I liked you. <laughs> Thanks, Emmy. Looks like we have time for one more question. A selfie? Outside, maybe? Let's wait till after the panel. Come by the booth. Let's wait till after the panel, or you can come to the booth. Uh, but... Thank you. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, I just have a quick question. So you've described your show as kind of a cross between Firefly and The Office, and mm-hmm. clearly you have a cast with a lot of experience in really popular projects and with a passion for what you're doing, and you've started just with this huge fandom already. Is there any sort of like homage to past projects or to any experiences you have that we can look forward to looking for in your show? You still uh, have to find them. <laughs> I can't tell you what they are. It's, 
oh my god, yes. <laughs> that was one of the things I wanted to do with the show. There's a ton of Easter eggs in there. Uh, Sirius, can I give, uh, or Darren, what I'm calling your character name? No. Uh, can I give away uh, no. the, behind, the, the, the... No. <laughs> uh, can I, do you mind if I give away the uh, homage behind your name? Oh, no, it's cool. Yeah. Um, so his character's name, the full name is Sirius Halud. Shy Halud. <laughs> yeah, from Doom. Spelt differently. What, groaning? Really groaning at that? Um, and then, uh, uh, any Wing Commander fans out there? Yeah. No? yeah? Somebody in the background. There you yeah, the older ones. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wing Commander 3, uh, where the, the, the uh, uh, Latino guy goes, uh, uh, he taunts the enemy by eat, uh, eat, bleep, and die, gato. Okay. Yeah, watch for that one. <laughs> there's, there's also like uh, when he, when he was making it though, um, he's got a five um, series uh, season arc, which is uh, he took from uh, Babylon Five. Yeah. Inspirations from that. There's there's uh, injections from um, old Star Trek. There's um, there's things from Star Wars. He wants he wanted to have different feelings um, and to put this all together, and he would go for different. Um, um, uh, inspirations to, 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 to mold it together. The best of what he liked and what he wanted, he took little bits from it and ideas and put it into this and, and, and I think it, it really gels together really well. And there's homages also in the design. Like I took certain elements from previous projects and they're small, but luckily EJ is really good at featuring all of my pieces. <laughs> because he demanded it. <laughs> so you'll be able to go, oh wow, that's a piece from an X-Wing. <laughs> or is it? Well, like, if you go to the console that we have uh, at our booth... Shh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've already booth, come to the booth and find out. Basically, so we've got the stop sign already, you know, so... <laughs> well, it, tell it, her to so to see all of you. We look forward to you next year. And we'll be tell her to come to the booth. 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 Guys, actually, do we have time for one quick video really quick? It's like a minute. Do we? Do we? No? Come to the booth. I'm waiting for a confirmation from all the WonderCon folks. No? All right. It's online. Go see it online. Thank you so much for coming out, you guys. So that was it. That was the nobility panel. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a lot of laughs there. Check out the series and uh, stay tuned for more Fantastic Forum Bootleg Edition. As always, listen to Fantastic Forum on allgames.com.